You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Well, to quote the Bible, scared money don't make money. So it's time to bet on today's daily baseball slate as we start off our quest uh, in the city of Seattle. Let's go Mariners and Rangers squaring off here. We've got Jordan Montgomery getting the ball for the Rangers. Two and one with a 3-6-0 ERA since joining the Rangers. Facing off with Logan Gilbert, who's been pretty solid uh, for the Mariners this year. 13 and 7, 3-7-5 ERA. Seattle minus 125, Texas plus 105. Total of seven and a half. And Jenks, according to the Bible, scared money don't make money. Are you willing to take a risk on Texas at plus money? I'm so tired of the Mariners. Every time this team just pops up <laughs> here again and again and again. And I get it. All right. I get it. We have to talk about it. This is an incredible mm-hmm. wild card race. It's super exciting. Me personally, I'm over it. Finally, I called a Mariners game right last night because I was on the Astros. I don't know. This is an exact rematch of a game played a week ago in which both players were great, but Texas won 2-0. I think I'm just going to back the Rangers here. Montgomery has been sparkling on the road this year, 2.82 ERA. Worked through a rough spot, and he was on the struggle bus there for a while, but has now given up just one earned run in his last 21 innings pitched. Rangers had the bigger bats, and we were talking early in the show about how the Mariners, particularly Julio Rodriguez, has been slumping. So give me Texas money line here. Yeah, what are the things you can depend on in this relationship, uh, in this, not relationship, (laughs) in this game? Uh, Because it feels like the Mariners are so volatile. At any given moment, we know they have a good lineup. There is a reason that they are in the thick of a wild card race. But it's also an offense that can go super cold. And we've seen it several times. And I've seen it several times when I have trusted them to at least contribute to the total. So that's what makes me nervous here. And plus the fact that Jordan Montgomery has been all right. Uh, I think the more dependable side in this one is still the Texas Rangers offense. This has been Mm -hmm. uh, one of the best offenses in all of baseball for the course of the season. So maybe do you look at the first five here? Because if the trends are your friends, the Rangers have also been fantastic in the first five innings. But it's also hard to fade Logan Gilbert here. So would you take uh, the Rangers in the first five here? Yeah, first five money line. I like that. I wouldn't take mm-hmm. first five run line. I would I would be willing to lay the juice in the first five. I think you're right. That's been a money winner all season long. Rangers are great in the first five. And I guess your only worry here, Logan Gilbert is also very good, is also capable of shutting down virtually anyone. But if it's on the money line, obviously you have the possibility of a push. So I like that. 
Yeah, also, they're close to even money uh, on the money line. They are not the favorites in the first five innings. So still a value play on one of the best first five offenses in all of baseball. The other angle I feel like it, that is worth examining here is taking a look at the total. These games very much feel like postseason matchups. And we kind of saw this in the series between the Astros and the Mariners where we saw mostly under games. I need to double check the score of last night's game. Uh, no, that one was 8-3. The Astros offense uh, really taking uh, the bulk of the total there. But still, do you think uh, unders are worth a look in games that are incredi- incredibly meaningful to the rest of the season? Yes. So maybe you play this up to 8, hit the under. I think under seven and a half is probably the right side too. If you don't want to lay the juice, I always do that. You know that that's my little special play there, but yeah, these teams need to do everything they can. Great pitching matchup. Anyway, you're talking about Mm -hmm. a pitcher's park and look, if it's tight late, would you be surprised if Texas or Seattle brought in another guy from the rotation to pitch an inning or two, if they have to have it, this might as well be a playoff game because they are playing for the playoffs. So I think you're right. I would definitely lean under here. Yeah, now that Seattle is three games back uh, of Texas, it's a little different when it comes to the wild card. They're not as many games back, but still, that was a huge series against the Astros. Uh, The Mariners sitting at a half game back. So these games are extremely meaningful. They are playing with their playoff lives on the line. So they're going to throw the kitchen sink at the Rangers in this one. So I think that is probably the call, taking the under, even though it was a little dangerous playing against this Rangers lineup. Speaking of big time lineups, we've got the Cubs and the Braves squaring off today in Atlanta. Atlanta minus 150, total of nine and a half. Marcus Stroman going for the Cubs today. He's Owen, uh, or excuse me, 10 and eight with a 388 ERA. Then it's AJ Smith Shaver, uh, who is one and oh with a 457 ERA in limited innings for the Braves this year. So are we banking on a lot of runs here? It feels like that's been the play for most Braves games when played at home. You know what? I am going to straight up fade Marcus Stroman here. And he was a guy who was super, super effective early in the year. And we would bet on him all the time. I just need a number to come out here. Here's the thing. AJ Smith Shaver might not be lighting the world on fire, but listen to Marcus Stroman. He hasn't pitched more than four innings since July 15th. You know why that is? Because he was struggling so much. Chicago decided, okay, let's let's ease him back. Let's have him come in out of the bullpen. And even then, he wasn't very effective. Blew a save against Arizona 11 days ago. When they finally did put him back in the starting rotation, that was over the weekend, he gave up three runs and three innings to the light-hitting Rockies. So you think he's going to get right tonight? On the road in Atlanta, man, I don't think so. I know he has that potential, but we have not seen it. He has been struggling for months now. I like the Braves on the first five run line or money line, depending on the number. Yeah, I like that as well. Uh, Trusting the Braves offense has been really good. I still think the over is worth a play. Nine and a half seems pretty high. Mm -hmm. But if you have seen some of these Braves games lately, they have had double digit totals in six of their last seven games. If you look at some of the scores of these, 10 to three, nine to six, eight to five, seven to six, six to five, six to five, nine to three. 
So even if they're giving up runs, which this Atlanta bullpen has kind of given up, and plus you've got mm-hmm. a starter for the Braves who is not one of their go-to guys. This is a young guy starting for the Braves tonight. I think the over still worth a long, hard look. Next up, let's go to the Marlins and the Mets. Miami needs to win games here. They're minus 135 behind Jesus Lazardo, who's 10-9 and with a 3.73 ERA, facing the Mets and David Peterson, who's 3-8 and with a 5.37 ERA. Total of eight here. Jenks, do you think motivation is the key here? And also backing a Marlins pitcher that's probably one of their best in the rotation. It does seem like a short price on Miami here. Do you like the fish? I do. God, are the Mets still playing baseball? Are they? Right. I thought they closed up shop like back in August. I looked down, I'm like, oh, the Mets are still playing. Here's the thing. I'm a touch reticent to back Jesus Lazardo because he's very meh. On the road, 5-5, five and five, ERA of mm-hmm. 4.86 this season. That said, you mentioned it. They're fighting for a wild card spot. Not crazy about the Marlins pin. Marlins first five, minus 135. I think that's the only play here. Do yeah. you really want to trust the Mets? Like, that's the other question. No. no, I don't. I will not. So, I will be trusting the Fish, at least in the first five, or even in the full game. A cheap price on a team that needs to win some ball games. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.